This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and our accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, is great, you know? If you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socraticgamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out, build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast, right, Vish? Yep. Start a, start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there. All right. Enjoy the episode. Okay. So uh, we, like random coincidence, you were going to your parents' house and I was leaving my parents' house on the Friday. And mm-hmm. we were having that talk about the climate change uh, article or something about the wildfires. You were telling me about it. And uh, I thought we'd just open with that because that was pretty crazy. And it actually dovetails into a lot of things that I'm like seeing as well. Mm-hmm. So go for it. No, it was just like, um, there's a ton of fires uh, in our summertime, right? In Quebec that we can smell in the air, the smoke and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. And I remember that. Like uh, the, it was like orange <clears throat> and like, as we were driving, it looked like a fog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. everything smelled, yeah. And like headaches. So like, I don't want to say like everything is because of this guy, but like, I would, I don't know, maybe like things, so they're, they're, I, it could be, I, I'm just guessing that maybe from his fires could, inst, you know, could trigger other fires just because it's, it's in the air, right? Making yeah, the air sense. drier and stuff like that. But so there was a bunch of fires in a certain spot that someone was arrested for that came out like later on right now. He just, he's been, uh, he pled guilty. That's, that, that's what came out on the news okay. and uh he was it's funny reading the article it's like he there was a bunch of fires the only reason they thought it was suspicious because it was all coming from some similar areas it's not how okay. forest fires work but I, I i think i read that it burned nearly 873 hectares of forest wow okay that's crazy and once they they start following him on facebook or watching his Facebook posts. And he was blaming, um, he said here that it's the government is doing those fires and blaming it on climate change. That's why. Okay, so, so this is the crazy part about that whole thing. So we were all thinking, you know, like climate change is like bad, whatever, whatever. And then it turns out that a number of these fires, we're not going to say all of them, but like a number of them, and it could like domino effect into other fires mm-hmm. were started by some random dude and he was blaming the government for his exact action yeah he said yeah he deliberately set by the government to trick people into believing in climate change that's one of his okay. posts okay <laughs> right 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 how wild is that? so like you know what an agent provocateur <clears throat> is mm-hmm. like so when we were having those uh protests and stuff certain government officials they'll dress up as this is like a tactic. You'll dress up as a civilian and then you'll instigate a lot of issues, right? And then you'll say like, oh, that allows us to go in and like stop things. So this guy's literally doing the exact same thing, 
but as a civilian. And he's like, he's, he's like, I don't know if he's trying to like push people off the path by saying that because he's doing it. Like, what do you think the thought process is there when he's like, oh, the government's doing it? But it's actually him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I I think um, <clears throat> I don't know his motives. I don't know if that gets gets into the article, but I don't know how you would know or find out about a person's motives. But I'm mean, like, could be just that he was bored and wanted to do something interesting for himself. Like he's in like a random town, yeah. right? Rural areas that these things are happening at. <laughs> oh, you know what that is? That's like social hacking. Like you're, you like you were like, oh, you're bored, right? And how old's the how old's the person? Thirty eight. Oh, that's pretty old. Well, actually, no, it's pretty young. I'm relatively young, I would say. No, 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 no. That's, that's like that's pretty old. <clears throat> okay, wait, no, no, that's pretty old in this generation. Okay, but when you know when you're like younger, well, when we were younger too, we did the same things and like the chaos that you'd get into because you're you're bored, right? We're like grew up in like freaking suburbia you're like well what are we gonna do for fun right so this guy being 38 it's like okay maybe you're around this like you're definitely around the same age range as us so you were probably also in that like let me entertain myself field and then you saw how social media grew into this monster and you're like oh i could totally hack this and how ridiculous this whole system is mm-hmm. and then like like doing this as an act of almost defiance i don't know if this is his motive like that'd be pretty cool if like he was on that level you know of being like i'm just trying to show you how ridiculous your system has become and like blah blah blah. but i could see how one would end up doing that out of like you said boredom and then seeing like the obvious social acts there when when they yeah when they first arrested him his claim was uh that he was just testing to see how dry the forest was. How really dry or not. Like testing the fires. That's what the fire was? Yeah, that's what, he's, that's what he first said in, in his thing. Mm. It would have been cooler if he was like, I'm just showing you the holes in your own system. Mm-hmm. That would have been more like Matrix-like, but okay, that, that's kind of a cop-out. Right. I'm just testing to see how flammable things are. Mm-hmm. How dry it actually is. Look, I, I don't know. Did he... I'm not sure if I guess is he a climate denier or I don't know, right? But he was playing, he was test, he was the one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, are you? But you're doing multiple ones. It wasn't like he did one. If he did one and he saw like, oh shoot, it got big, and then didn't do it again. No, no, but but, but he are, did multiple ones. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but remember when uh, we were younger. And like I was bringing this up, but like the, the alleyway issue, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing it because you're bored, but then if you get caught, you just make up like the most random story. Or like, um, I remember making like weapons one time, and then like Wobble always laugh at me for this. It was we were making extremist sticks, and then my mom's like, "What are you guys doing?" And then I was like, "Oh, we're making drumsticks." <laughs> and Wobble's like, "You're so dumb." But it's like this is the first thing that can come. You know what I mean? Sure. So he's probably thinking the same thing. Like, what's the most logical thing that i can get away with and not get in trouble for so i'm just testing it bro i'm just testing it to make sure it wasn't as flammable mm-hmm. you know it's along that lines of like <laughs> that's why i wanted to ask how old he was because it's like i could i could see that i could see myself in that person you know what i mean <laughs> but i mean like i understand if he did it once but doing it yeah, 14 times was i feel like that's yeah, a different that's level <laughs> That's true. You know, you know the story of the Unabomber. Uh, no. 
I don't. Oh, I don't recall it off my head. Yeah, yeah, I heard the name. You yeah, know the Unabomber, right? Um, so like he was allegedly, if you believe, I don't even even say it like allegedly anymore because a, a lot of documentation comes out about this. But during the time when the government was testing LSD on like people to see how like um like what the effects were. Uh, he was one of the people. And this guy was super intelligent. And the reason why mm-hmm. he wanted to bomb those buildings was because he didn't want technology to get out of control. So okay. he's like, he sees where it's going and he's like, technology could rule our system. So I want to kind of blow it up and like create chaos, which is a logical progression, you know, in order to save humanity. So like I'm wondering if this guy's thinking along the same line. That's why I'm like asking you like these questions. Like, what is? Yeah, I have to read it fully, or if there's other information about his background, like who, like why did he do this? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, because you know, is there some weird agenda that he's seeing? Like, it's always crazy until it's it's not crazy. Yeah, I mean, he he might not be right in the mind too. Right, that's another. That's that's true too. Yeah, that well, that's why I brought up the Unabomber because they were like pumping him with lsd so it's like did this guy if he's in the middle of nowhere is he just like going off and bringing up weird delusions but okay how do you know if something's a delusion and it's or I, I don't know maybe i'm not sure but like there's so many things online because there was things like yeah this these forest fires are like made up by the government they're not real like Wait, he said that or you mean he said that or no no, like, no there's, there's a lot there's, of there's a lot of that stuff online right yeah especially at oh, that okay, time okay. too right so it's like uh, I mean, maybe he was testing it, but like, how did it do fourteen tests? Or like, <laughs> oh, so he? You mean like he? Maybe he really was testing it, but it was like a, you like so you don't think he had a nefarious motive? You I don't know. I like, don't know. No, no. I mean, like they, oh, okay. they're they're up there. But I'm just saying that. I don't. What what kind of forms is he in to read about these things? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and no, fall like, into that trap. I mean, yeah. For sure, for sure. Okay, okay. So this is so interesting that you brought this up because the the reason why I thought this was uh, shocking was you didn't know about it until you heard it on the radio. Yeah, so it had you mentioned been play- it. It had played. Right, right, yeah, exactly, right? So it had it been played, but they didn't continuously put it up. And one of the things you told me on Friday was like, if they promoted this, it might steer people off the path of the narrative of climate change. Right, like, oh, it's just a person setting these fires, right? whatever whatever so it's like could be can we yeah. mm-hmm. right it it has the potential to make people also go down that path like how many of these other fires are actually started blah blah, blah right and um it's interesting because the news article had been played but it wasn't being promoted mm-hmm. right as a as a viable story and so i was listening to like ufo stuff as i do and on one of these podcasts this guy was like the government acknowledge the 12 crafts that they have and i'm like no way like i didn't see that so he referenced the article and he should play a clip from it so i was like i don't need to find the video and they did acknowledge it and i caught up that video but again it's like no promotion of that thing Mm -hmm. you know it's like yeah it's a true thing but we just don't want to keep playing it because like we did our due diligence of being like yeah it's real but if we shift it towards you know like the trump election or whatever then um that we don't have to give you too much truth you know what i'm saying it's like we can live in the superficial reality like why do we care so much about this election when there's so many more problems like climate change and uaps going on you know 
Do you feel that too? Or because you had a different opinion, you were like, no, but it's just what's popular. Yeah, I think I think it's sometimes it comes down to what's popular. Uh, this is a, I mean, it's it's written in all other. I just found it on it was on CP24 where I first read it, then I just found it on CTV thing. So the articles are there. The I mean, radio is yeah. still relatively to be on radio too. It's still. Uh, it probably was on even CP24s. Like, you know, they have their own news thing. So for like a 15-minute segment, they'll just say this guy was arrested for doing setting fires or whatever. But, but they didn't go into it, right? Like they didn't like extrapolate on it and be like the implications. Well, I don't know. But uh, I don't think it's like it, – it's not like a front-page news, let's say. Yeah. Right? Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's like you can really shape the – because it's like, how do you shape a culture? It's through knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you, but we knew this. It's like, if you educate the generation, then you can change the future. Because of whatever they know, right? So it's like information gatekeepers. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So if we promote certain things above other things, it's like, you're, you're literally shaping the collective consciousness of society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, what do you want, what way do you want to shape it? You know what I'm saying? But I think both of them play in the part. I think that the the media is not as um, like it's not the headline news because there's other things that are in the headline news, other things that are getting oh, more like, attraction, totally. right? So, yep. I, like, I don't know what it would take for the alien thing to be big news. Like, it was relatively big news when they were doing the in front of the Congress, right? Uh yes, and same with the the news article but all right so here's the crazy part and i've been listening to so many things about this it's like why is it not more accepted in mainstream conversation so even though they'll play it Mm -hmm. it's like if i bring it up you're like oh i don't want to hear about the alien stuff or oh that's crazy that's not real Mm -hmm. but it's like no they're literally saying that the government is literally saying it's real Right. So how am I still crazy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And one thing that I heard, which is pretty interesting, was it's like um, I, the word they use, ontological shock. And that's like is a big word for just saying like it, it breaks your belief system. Because we, we just, it's just, I don't like the big term because it's like, what does that actually mean? But narrowed down. Ontological shock means it's shocking your the yeah, way yeah, you yeah. believe in the world. Right, right. Okay. So um so in that, it's like I can see how if you believed one thing your entire life and then now we're telling you another thing, it could rock your world. It's almost like a crazy drug trip and you're like, Oh dude, I realized I've been doing my life wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And do you think that's why it's not as picked up and people still think it's crazy and it's just like no i, I don't I, even know how you can not I, believe it I, I still don't think so i think it's all money driven okay. it's all money driven okay oh, what do you mean oh, you, you, we're talking about the airplay or are you talking about why people don't talk about it or accept it uh well i, I think why they don't accept it i agree with you with oh well all right we'll do the news narrative so money driven Go ahead. why people won't accept it is i don't think that there's enough well, I don't know to their in, each individual person, but how they're getting the news, right? If it's not really that affecting their life, bombarding you, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. right. I don't know. See, like, the, but you'd have to like yeah. look at like past things, like what was 
shocking or changing of the environment or people that happen in the news or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I can really think about that. That is that. That's that big. Well, no, this is the, yeah, this, yeah, but this is the most. This is like the biggest thing in the entire. In sure. The entire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I get that. So may, yeah, I would say things like maybe like if it's that big, maybe you need that big of, of an evidence or something like that. Like you need to physically see this thing. Like that's like, that okay, that okay, level so shifting, is, right? For sure, for sure. So this is the crazy part. The um, it's almost like you can prolong it by not acknowledging it so okay wait so they've acknowledged that there are 12 crafts that they have right um but the thing i meant was so with the the jellyfish uap that footage if you haven't seen it is so shocking they're just like okay what is this right and the government was like and it can't even be debris like i was telling tara about and she's like could it be like debris i'm like no it literally looks like a jellyfish that's floating around it looks like a craft right and um and when the when they asked the government about it, they said no comment, right? But that gives enough of a like a room for regular people to be like, oh, they said no comment, so it's not it's they like it's not actually fully real. Unless the government says like that's actually something real and we don't know what it is and blah blah blah, sure. right? Then then that's when people will start to take it on. But I feel like as long as you leave some room for doubt, you can still capture most regular people's minds on this subject. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's it's there just because it's been relatively in the news, I'd say. Right. Okay, yeah. But I don't know like how it's really if it hasn't changed their life, right? For sure, for sure. No, no, but but I mean like if you give this a test, right? So like next time you're at like a family party or something, right? you're just like, hey you guys, you guys believe in UFOs? And just watch, watch the reaction. Sure, yeah. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. But but that's what it means. Like the regular people don't don't like acknowledge it or think you're weird, but it's like it's literally government like approved. Like they're acknowledging that this is a real thing. But we still don't collectively agree upon it. You know, but because yeah, I, it goes back to the ontological shock of like, what does it mean for my life? Have I been living my life wrong? Is mm-hmm. there an afterlife? I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where I think that's where it does lie. Because one thing they brought up, and I I didn't even know this. So you know how the Copernican revolution, like where it's like the Earth revolves around the sun, and they always thought this the Earth was in the center. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so right now, if I was like. Oh, the center of the, the or galaxy is the sun. You'd be like, of course, right? Makes sense. But apparently during that time, the the scientists who were trying to say that were called crazy. Sure. Most people mm-hmm. said they were crazy. So it's like, oh, this is just thing we do as human beings, which is like if we have a whole new system of understanding, we like push it away. Yeah, it's always gonna right? be like that. Yeah, generally, yeah. 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 And it's like then how do you move forward? Like yeah. You know? Uh, I mean, How? eventually we did move forward, right? We did change the science. <laughs> but I think, but that's the education piece, right? Like, so then you're like, okay, cool. You're going to think I'm crazy now. But then I'm going to teach your kids. Uh, yeah. The, real. There's a famous like line like that, right? I don't know who said it. Maybe something about like, first they 
make fun of you or they ridicule you, then, then they, they laugh realize at you, you're right. Yeah, and yeah. they realize you're right, yeah. And then they just jump on board like, oh, yeah. And you're like, bro, I've been saying this the whole time. You just weren't listening. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, this actually goes to our authority point from last week. It's like, it's like you have to position yourself as an authority figure, but what is the difference between somebody that looks like an authority figure and doesn't look like an authority figure? You know what I mean? Like, even if the one that doesn't look like an authority figure is telling you the truth, you won't believe them because you need to see them as an authority figure. Mm-hmm. You know? We need, like, we need, like, uh, our parents to hold our hands still. Right. You know? Maybe, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's, like, there's no jump in people's minds to being, like, I'm a fully-fledged adult. Like, people are, like, oh, I'm an adult. I know what I'm doing. Adulting, whatever, whatever, right? But it's, like, no, you're just going through the motions of the narrative that has been pushed upon you. But, like, to be a true adult is, like, think for yourself. Mm-hmm. Would you, like, would you agree or no? Like, yeah, would yeah. You, yeah. You you would agree, right? Yeah. But I wonder if that's because we're both seeing the same thing. And if you talk to another person who's like living the life of a standard narrative, it's like, no, I have kids, so I'm an adult. No, I'm over 18, so I'm an adult. You know? We don't have that rite of passage mm-hmm. in our society where it's like, I now deem you as an adult. Because a lot of cultures have done that, right? They have to go through some sort of trial, and then they're like considered an adult. Yeah, but I even oh, no, I get that. But even that, it's like even what is that understanding of an adult? Right, that depends on its own cultural no, right, context, right, for sure, for sure. Too, right? So totally, totally. But I think it's when you when you have like a series of leaders that you look up to. It's like okay, if you want to be considered an adult, you have to read these three hundred books. You have to be able to do this training, and you have to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we have to kind of. It's almost like being a black belt, right? It's like you have to hit these thresholds, and then we consider you this thing. Mm-hmm. Or like a marketing grad or like a, you sure. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but we don't have that for being an adult. It's literally just being 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And, and I think that's where it's like super skewed because then how do, you, how do you make solid decisions? It, remember that thing we were saying before where like it, voting, to, be, to vote you had to have a certain amount of money and a certain mo- amount of like land ownership? Like in America. Before, it wasn't like anybody could just vote. Mm-hmm. But the reason why is because if you had the money and the land, you had some sense of, like, knowledge. So it's like, we can trust your vote. Right. Yeah. Do I sound crazy? Does that sound weird? No, uh, I think uh, <laughs> what was... Somebody was saying where it's like people should do, like, some form of civics study, then they can vote yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I would be so down for that. I don't even know, like, straight up, <laughs> I don't even know the politics that we're, I'm just like, hey, Vish, what does it look like? Who should we vote for? <laughs> you right? Like, but you're like reading. But we don't like, know. Okay, like, yeah, like, like there's, we don't know even how our own system works, right? Like, how, what, uh, what, what, how yeah, exactly. System. What even consists of passing a bill, right? It's not that easy just to make know. a, make a law. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's, but American thing is, what's more bigger than I would say even people would uh, know more about the American one than they do know about the Canadian one. It's popular. Mm-hmm. Cause we watch it, we like glamorize it. it. Really just the more you look into this stuff, you're just kind of like, we're a weird, weird species. It's so undeniable. Like, yeah, regular, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, like you know? we've never, you know, we're, we come from a hunter-gatherer type of group, which is probably like less than a hundred people. 
we're now yeah. running cities, which is like over a million people. Yeah. And so. not everyone's pulling their weight. That's the other thing. Yeah. So like, it's like yeah. you, you escape by. Yeah, that's that's why it's always it's always um, an evolving thing. We never Actually, wait, wait. if we keep evolving yeah, wait, the thing or changing the thing, because that just means we haven't figured everything out yet. For sure, for sure. Totally, totally. Um, do you remember the okay, so like there's like hacks, right? So if I'm not gonna use the American one but you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I use this example. So let's say you're a politician in a different country, okay? And you want votes. This actually happens like multiple places in the, around the world. Actually, my uh, tattoo artist told me about this story. Uh, he was saying how in India, a lot of the politicians will be pious only because they want the vote. So mm -hmm. what they'll do is in these like regional areas, they'll donate lots of money to the temple and then they'll seem very like religious, but it's really just a ploy in order to get into a position of power. Sure. Yeah. Right. So it's like hacking the system. And like in America, they did the same thing with like moving the homeless to a different region or like, okay, we're just going to like build you guys up. And then you, you build favor with those homeless people and then they count as votes. So then that becomes like, Vote. Remember, we were talking about voter fraud, right? Mm -hmm. Like way back when, and that's like one of the tactics that they talked about, like influencing people that don't know any better. So then it goes back to the question of who should be eligible to vote. Who should be eligible right? to vote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Because it's like if I don't actually know the policy, but I'm like, hey, he seems pious. Hey, he just gave me some food and shelter. I'm going to vote for him. So you're getting like an equal amount of voting, which just got gamed. Like it's you gamed the system. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yet we want freedom. Mm -hmm. It's like a double-edged sword. Right? Because you want to be free. You want people to be free to vote. Yeah. But like, you can also manipulate people to get their vote. Sure. Yeah. yeah so yeah. are they really free? You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. Yeah, there's always going to be those actors, right? But is that a good thing? you know or we just like fully hack the system like it's like we want the freedom sure totally mm -hmm. but but like freedom comes at a cost like you have the potential to have like a dumb person vote for mm -hmm. this direction yeah all right like what, what do you think about that well i think it's the if they become educated that there would be a freedom of actually knowing who you're voting for right of course, there's always going to be people that are falling in that crowd. Would you say I'm for sure? For sure. Would you say I'm educated? Um, educated in the sense of politics or just scholastically? In... No, but see, that's the thing, right? <laughs> it's like educate. So, like, what educate? But I agree with you. It's like maybe we should do some civics courses and like you need to answer this test, bro, before you can actually answer this. Because it's like, yeah, people are educated. I'm educated in a thing, but my my awareness and understanding of the political system is very minimal. So I'm going to rely on heuristics. I'm going to ask my family, my friends, like, who should we vote for? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? So I, I actually don't think I should vote. Yeah, <laughs> no, really I, bad, no, no, like, no, I really bad. No, no, no. I understand that. You know, I think, I think, um, I think as you be more in the society, you realize what are things not working for you or working for you. But I don't even know how to change that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, no, like I, they, they made, 
yeah. No, I understand that. I'm saying, but like, yeah, that way you'd have to then, yeah, know what exactly, what are the things that you're looking for to change in your life, right? Yes. Yes. But, okay, all right, here. Totally, totally, totally. So they made, oh my God, I just answered the freaking alien thing in my head. Hold on, check, check this out. All right, so they made a new, like, on pass or like turning lane into the express on, on, on ramp yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah on ramp thanks you've seen it right and um i had nothing to do with that i didn't vote for that i don't even know how we could change that i don't even know if we could vote for that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but you're telling me that there's a way we could do it right yeah if you just like understand how the policy works Understand. Not necessarily the policy works, but uh, uh, Wait, I'm, but I'm know, saying like, like yeah, 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 right. Yeah, but like who? For them. Yeah, it's like what what affects you in your life. It may not even be federal government. For sure, it's more likely municipal. Totally. Most likely, right, more than anything go. else. Okay, yeah. okay, right, right. So you have this whole uh, understanding, right? And I'm I'm faced with wow, this on ramp thing is just why is this being built? I have no idea why. Right now, let's go back to aliens. I know why people don't care exact same reason i didn't care about the on-ramp i'm like oh that's interesting i mean on-ramp oh that's interesting there's uap videos but i don't care enough to look further into that thing sure well yeah you know what i'm saying but you are like hey you know what if you just like municipally looked at it you could have voted for the other guy this they wouldn't have made that and I'm like over here, like, hey, you know that the reverse engineering technologies of alien crafts and blah blah blah. And then people are like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm only right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, only yeah. seeing the on ramp. So I'm yeah. like, hey, that on ramp yeah, is yeah, yeah. new. True. And I think that's what it is. I think you're right. Yeah, it just reminds me, like, you've read like what hundred books on this thing. People have read <laughs> one article. So many. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I mean? Right? Yeah. It's <laughs> if it's if you just yeah. just think of it in that perspective, you just read that one article. I was like, oh, it's not really giving me any answers. It's not saying right, 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 right. I'm just seeing the on ramp. I'm just seeing the UAP video. I'm like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But like, what am I do with that? And that's one of the things that they said. There's a book called like Day After Disclosure. Okay, so hold on. I acknowledge that I have the exact same faults as the people that don't care about aliens, and it is what it is. Like you can care, you cannot care. I'll I'll get off that now because <laughs> I was like, why don't people care, bro? Uh, I was like, oh yeah, you didn't even care about the freaking on ramp. So like, all right. Yeah, if I don't care about that, like you can not care about right, it. Right, yeah. Probably um, the people on Kennedy like it because that's what just makes it more easier to or when there was an issue with maybe the they voted, before. bro. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It mattered to them, so they cared. So they were all voting for it. And I'm over here like, that's weird. But yeah. Um, so uh oh, I totally lost my train of thought on the alien thing, but yeah. I feel I feel more but that's the thing, right? You have to understand like from people's shoes mm-hmm. and then you can you can um you can accept yeah. them for who right. they are right right yeah um which is interesting enough i i was like messaging you about it i'm like talking if you're listening to this podcast right now cool for you that's awesome that you're listening to this but this uh father that i used to teach martial arts with he just became like full-on muslim and i he I can't remember what he said. No, I posted a video of like these people like meditating, not meditating. They're like dancing to a beat, but uh, it was a meme. Okay. So the funny thing about music is like, if you get on the downbeat, you can put any music. Mm -hmm. So it it can look really funny. So I'm sure that they were like, 
listening to some like sutra music or whatever, but they put it to a Dr. Dre song. And I thought it was so funny. And I was like, music's the ultimate <laughs> vibe. Right? Because it timed perfectly. They were right, dancing right, perfectly right. to the Dr. Dre song. And then he commented, he's like, if you're into that, you should check out like this, this sermon at this Muslim mosque that I'm in. I was like, old me would have been, yeah, I'm down, but like, I'm just too busy now, you know? So I asked him like about Mecca, because I'm like, oh, dude, that's one of the places I would love to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tara's trying to call my bluff. She's like, you would never go. I'm like, no, I'd, li- I'd love to go there, right? And uh, he sent me like the picture of inside is actually a meteor. Because I was like, is it open or is it a meteor? I've heard so many things, you know? So I was talking to him and I was like, can I go to, um, can I go to Mecca? And he said, unless you're Muslim, no, but I know you and you're coming from a genuine place. So I would say that you could go. And then I was like, oh, what are the hurdles? Blah, blah, blah. Like maybe get it right. But this is the thing. It's like, unless you actually see what people are going through and not put any like, cause I was like, I was telling Sarah, like I would walk around the thing and like chant with them. Totally cool. Right. She's like, no, you wouldn't. I'm like, no, I totally would. Because it's like, what are, what is your headspace when you're going through this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then if I understand that, I won't see you as weird. And then I can be True. like, next time I talk to another Muslim person, like, Hey man, I know you believe in that. Like yeah. I was there too, bro. You know? Peace be upon him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but we have this aversion to, I guess, experiences. But maybe that's like the on ramp thing. Do you think it's like the on ramp thing? <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, there are all these cultures. That's cool, but I'm going to keep being Western. You know? Yeah, there's part of that. Sure. You think so? So maybe that's the thing. It's like, it's really just about what we care about in life. Yeah, it does. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter what's the most important thing. Like, the most important thing in life is what's most important to you. Mm-hmm. Really, though, right? Because I could be like, you know, dude, the meteor's coming. And they're like, yeah, but I just broke up with my girlfriend. I welcome the meteor, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, oh, but that's most important. No, technically, this is important to you. Right. And then that's like the sad reality of life. I don't know. I don't sad, think it's sad reality. I think it's, yeah. That's the reality of life. Yeah. True. Right. You're right. You're right. You're not painting it by saying it's sad or beautiful. You're just like, it's the reality of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, okay. Can you be too objective? All right. So, so what I mean by that is like, you can look at an experience and be like, that is the experience. Like you just did, right? That's the reality of life. Sure. But, if you don't paint it with a negative or positive, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like if you're so indifferent. Well, yeah, then you're just, you're just, uh, it's like a, you're just viewing it as a data point and not really having any emotional connection to it. Yeah, totally. Right. And I think that's where you lose the magic of being human. Yeah. Right. Cause the, the human element of life is to paint things with mm-hmm. a color. Mm-hmm. The superhuman element, like the the God's eye view, is like where you're just like, oh, it's just happening. But when you put yourself into like caring about a specific direction it'll go, yeah. then that's what makes life 
actually worth living, right? Mm -hmm. You agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. So maybe that's the game we're all playing. Maybe, okay, okay, check this out. So we are literally Stardust. Mm -hmm. We yeah, are, right? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, big yeah. Game, right? All of the elements within the periodic table are... Well, yeah, that's our that's science understanding, yes. That's a science understanding, right? But that's the, the objective, right? So we are the universe, but unless you give yourself the human element, you're not playing the game. And maybe as the universe, this is crazy talk here. So like maybe as the universe, we are literally reincarnating into this world to play this game. What do you think? Uh, I don't understand. Reincarnating into this world from the the universes? So we, yeah, okay. No, so we are the universe, right? Like everything is in the universe. Sure. So like, why? Like, you know, like the, the, the quote where it's like, the, we are the universe realizing itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And if you agree that we are all stardust, then we're just this incarnation of the universe that's playing this human game of like caring. Human right. game okay. of caring? Okay. Right. Because, because if we are super objective, then it's just happening. Mm -hmm. Right. But, the universe knows it's just happening because it's all the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Tell, tell me what I've lost you. Sure. Tell me what I've lost you. Okay. okay. So if the universe knows that it's all a part of the universe, then it can be indifferent. Yeah. Right? Death, life, it's just happening. Yeah. yeah the yeah. universe will just continue moving forward, right? But maybe if the universe is conscious, like aware of itself, then it's reincarnating into a thing so that it can play this game called the human experience, which is like, it is just happening, but I'm tying narratives to it so I can feel something because I'm not feeling anything. Mm -hmm. Right? Because if you're indifferent to everything, you don't feel anything. Yeah. Right. You okay? Yeah. You with me? Mm -hmm. But then, but indifference is the highest form of everything. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you get why I'm saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. At the end of the day, we're all dead. Sure, sure. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's indifferent, right? The universe will explode. Who cares? Right? But that's a very bland way to play the game. So we have to jump back into these lower levels of caring, jealousy, anger, hate. Yeah. In order to make life colorful yes that's right. yeah that's the those are the reasons to live because if you were just viewing it as that bigger Total thing difference. yeah then there's no like there's no point in going through sadness or happiness you just end it then right totally exactly exactly so imagine eating like a cake mm -hmm. the most delicious cake and you're like yeah all, all cakes are delicious you're like, oh, no, but this is the best cake ever, bro. Yeah, but all cakes are delicious. Yeah, it's all in my head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> right? And there's like, oh, it's a boring way to play the game, bro. <laughs> exactly. Just enjoy the cake. Exactly. Right? So we have to lower our, ourselves into this, like, zone where we can care about the cake. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that as, as like the years go on and like we discuss more different perspectives of the world, I think that's really what I'm saying when it's like my life is a video game. Because ultimately it really doesn't matter. Yeah. But we're here now. So we got to play this game. Like, mm-hmm. I got to feel this pain. I got to like, at least let's try my, like, cause you know, my, my aversions to like pain and stuff. Like, I really don't like it. But if you, if you reframe it, it's like, no, it's literally part of this game. Then there's something beautiful about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Also kind of freaky though because then it's like what are you thinking of? like what's what's up with your head bro like because you know what i mean like most people who play in like that superficial realm they don't really see that higher like you seem cold like I, let's say somebody dies and you're like oh dead people yeah, die, yeah bro yeah. Mm-hmm. and i was like oh no a i jerk, i bro. think there's i think both are there just to uh, what levels that we're at for that i'm saying that we're on the superficial level but there are portions of it i think you'd need to be in order to get over something or like evolve as a person, totally. you do exactly. need to have the yeah. other, the broader perspective. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. And it's not all rainbows with that objective thing mm-hmm. because um, that is actually what depression is. Yeah. Like when people lose their desire to live, when they're like, oh, I've, I've like, the the cake doesn't taste the same or like because they say like you know you're de- like there's stages of sure uh, there's no not stages there's like assessments of depression mm-hmm. right um i forgot what it was, i forgot what it was called but i asked tara to run that through me one time because i was like oh i'm feeling really bad she's like oh there's actually a cognitive like questionnaire right. for it right and uh the questions were like have you lost the has has the things that made you happy stopped making you happy Mm-hmm. right and it's like well why would that be unless you're seeing it objectively it doesn't matter bro because at the end of the day it's all just cake <laughs> and then like life loses right you know what i'm saying yeah but yeah, that's also yeah. the highest it's almost like the highest form of enlightenment y- y- yeah you could fall into depression yeah <laughs> you know it's like it, oh but wait, wait hold on. yeah go ahead no you finished what you're saying before I, I was just gonna say that uh nihilism remember before like nihilism that's what i was gonna bring up and, yes yeah. you can get to that point you have nihilism and that is if you're stuck in that yeah yeah but it's true though it's like the highest form of enlightenment literally is nihilism and and getting rid of religion can cause that if you're not ready lose your like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. that's true too because you lose your like foundation for life But I feel like that's also like the midlife crisis thing. Like, I think that if we just build ourselves, I think that's an adaptability thing because like, if you, if you stick to something so fully and you're not open to the idea of being wrong, it's like when, when we talk about this stuff, right? People are like, oh, you seem like you're so certain. It's like, just prove me wrong. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know? If if we're if you and I are honestly wrong, we will one hundred percent change our sure, opinion. Yeah. But just going down this rabbit hole so far, it's like this is the only thing that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The things we're talking about, right? But if you don't have that 
that like adaptability, then you could just believe in something fully. And then if you're wrong, you like, it shatters your world, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, yeah, you, you see it in certain people, right? They're like, so they're so certain that they're right, but they're wrong. You know, the, the worst type of person is the one that is not the worst type of person. Isn't the one that knows they're wrong. Oh no, sorry, sorry. It's not the person that is wrong. It's the persons that so certain that so certain in their wrongness. I, I butchered that, but I read that quote before where it's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's okay to be ignorant, but if you're so certain that you're right, but you're actually ignorant, that's the worst type because right. it's like you have no room for change. Sure. But the on-ramp thing again, you know, I just keep <laughs> yeah. deferring back to that because I'm like, that was so enlightening in this, in this conversation because I was like, yeah, I really didn't care about that on-ramp, but it was happening, mm-hmm. you know, just like the UFO thing. It's like, it's happening, but like people can or cannot care about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want to like make delve too because last week we like spent the whole like time just <laughs> talking about like philosophy. So like, uh, what time are we at right now? Because uh, I have some crazy stuff. Forty-four too. minutes in. Okay. Uh, all right. Last thing about that. Last thing about UFOs. I'm watching Inuyasha right now. Okay. 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 So this is crazy to me. So as I delve more into UFOs, it seems more like the experts are saying that they're interdimensional. Okay. So we are not seeing any evidence that they're coming from space, from like a different planetary system right and like time and space are things that you cannot avoid so a lot of the experts like very scientific experts like check out people like jacques valet he's like a well see this is the crazy part it's like you're really well renowned in one thing but when you start talking about aliens they think you're crazy but it's like no but you i literally invented all these things for you and you're not going to listen to me about ufos you know what i mean but anyways, so what he's proposing is that they're interdimensional. I'm going to buy this book because it sounds so cool. Um, it's called Passport to Magonia. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying is that, and we hear about it all the time. So spirit world. So Graham Hancock on the Jesse Michaels podcast, listen to that one. It's brilliant. Uh, he was saying, because Graham Hancock doesn't go into UFO stuff. He's all about ancient civilizations and shamanism and like sure, yeah. psychedelics, right? The DMT world, right? And um, they're doing these studies now in this university where they're doing IV drips. I think we've talked about it before. IV drips for DMT. So they leave you there for an hour, mm-hmm. okay? Usually DMT trips are like, I don't know, 15 minutes at most. And then you lose the memory of it. Right. So you can't really, you can't really like write it down. So what they're doing, which is nuts, is they're putting all these people in IV drips and DMT in the DMT world for an hour. And they're collecting the descriptions and they're like, well, all these descriptions are sound the same. So if other, if more than one person are experiencing the same thing and it's very accurate, then we, we denote it as being real, mm-hmm. right? That's what science is, right? Like independent study, you know? What, sure. What yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like, it's like, if you can do it independently. Yeah. Peer reviewed independently. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So what they're doing, they're doing that test right now. So they're like, what is the spirit world? Okay, so what Jacques Vallée is saying is that there are multiple worlds that we can go in and out of. And what these UFO crafts are, are ways to move in and out of them. Okay, sounds crazy. Mm -hmm. Sounds crazy. 
If it's true, that's amazing. But a lot of people believe in like spirit worlds. A lot of shamans are like, Graham tells the story of like this one shaman's wife in this world left him because he had a wife and kids in the spirit world. Mm-hmm. Sounds crazy, right? So she's, yeah. how could that be? Inuyasha. Okay. So it's a story about this girl who falls down a well. She has like this jewel shard. And then she jumps into medieval time where there's demons everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she meets Inuyasha. And Inuyasha, his main goal is to become a demon by collecting all the shards. Like it shatters and then they have to go collect the shards because he wants to become right. a demon. So every weekend, this girl jumps back into the well and her father is giving her like excuses to her friends like where she is. Mm-hmm. But she's helping Inuyasha search for these shards every weekend. Right. That sounds like aliens, bro. Right? Like, if because there's demons that can come into the real world because they use the same mm-hmm. well that she fell through, and like they look like aliens, basically, the drawings of them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, are there portals that allow us to go to different worlds and these different beings like jump through? And that's what they're saying uh, Sasquatch is. That's what they're saying werewolves are. Like, all these weird phenomena that we don't know. They're saying it like it could actually be interdimensional beings interacting within our plane. Right. Not saying it's true. Mm-hmm. Just saying that's the story of Inuyasha. Yeah, yeah. And it's we- it's weird because it's like, what do you guys know? When when I see that kind of stuff now, I'm, like the Christopher Nolan thing, I'm like, what do you guys know, bro? Well, uh, yeah. When you're when you're talking about the DMT trip thing, I was just remembering Christopher Nolan's movie of Inception. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. That's a great click. I didn't even think about that. That's yes, that's true. There is another world, the dream world. Yeah. And there was like but a whole bunch of people real. doing that, right? Remember there was they in were. the beds. Yeah. Connected to it and then staying in those worlds for hours. Christopher Nolan, you know some stuff, bro. <laughs> I'm calling it. This guy knows what's going on. Or he's the one one of those travelers. I can see that. I can see that. No, but maybe he is, right? Like maybe because they say like all these, the alien people, they look like us too. There's like the Nordics, I said it before, like mm, tall, right. blue-eyed, blonde. Christopher Nolan is literally blonde with blue eyes. <laughs> like, bro, are you an alien? Yeah. It's, it's interesting too because I was like, I was showing Tara the uh, UFO revolution doc and she's like, I'll turn it off. I'm like bored. And I'm like, oh, why? And she's like, I realize that I don't care about the crafts. We acknowledge the crafts are real. I want to learn about the aliens. I'm like, oh, that's true, but nobody's got freaking documentaries about this. <laughs> nobody's actually it's only met about the, the right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Some people say they've met it, but like, I mean, can I really believe that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe, maybe when we like start talking about, I don't know. It's like maybe it's that people want just the aliens. They don't care about the crafts. Yeah, they don't care about the crafts. Yeah, because it could be <laughs> anything. They're like, yeah, no, you're right. Actually, yeah, but like. Wouldn't it be weird if we we built a relationship with these people and we started going to their world and they started and we started like interdimensional trade? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be. It's like some like literally Inuyasha. Mm-hmm. I'm watching like Inuyasha is an anime. I wouldn't say it's good. It's basically the hero's journey, and they put all these like tropes in there of like the perverted monk and like whatever. <laughs> like there's no lessons. But as I'm watching, I'm like, this is aliens, bro. Mm-hmm. Like this is the real lesson of Inuyasha. Yeah, because I mean, that's what they're saying now that 
they're like parallel realities. Quantum physics allegedly says that there are parallel realities. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay, so enough of that. Um, did you see the Vince McMahon thing? Uh, WWE's. Uh, oh yeah, 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 right. Yeah, I didn't read into Bro. it. I didn't read into it either, but that headline is crazy. What was the headline? Sex trafficking. Oh. Uh, he stepped out. Yeah, bro. Abuse and sex trafficking. <laughs> I saw the abuse one first, and I was like, okay, abuse. Yeah, sure. I'm sure Like you've had some crazy stuff. Just like, uh, who's that guy that got canceled? I, I, I earned it. Okay. But was he, is he still part of WWE? Or? He, he stepped down. Yeah, he was. He, he was still. Down. Okay. Yeah, is it just, is it, down. but would this news come out after the big Netflix deal? It did, yeah. It came out after the big Netflix deal. And what's crazy too is, I didn't even know this. Um, I forgot what the name of the company is, but there's an umbrella corporation that owns WCW, uh, no, uh, owns <laughs> UFC. So like, okay. he was the head of the thing that owned UFC and WWE. Oh. Owned by the same thing. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Which is crazy. But, okay, so with that, what's going on? We have Epstein with Bill Clinton, Stephen Hawking, uh, who else? Prince Andrew. And now we have the WWE guy, not related to Epstein, but he's alleged sex trafficking. Like, what was going on before the internet, bro? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you can get away with anything. Probably, yeah. yeah. A lot of things, yeah. <laughs> right? Like... Like, before the internet, like, oh, dude, it's so wild. So, okay, so remember the first martial arts studio I trained at, right? And, like, called him Grandmaster, right? And he had, like, eight black belts. But, all right, this is the thing, though. If it inspires you to do something, I think it's still good. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay uh, I'll, I'll talk about Gracie in action. I posted this video of Hicks and Gracie, and he's, like, uh, we've talked about him, right? Like, he's the best UF, uh jiu-jitsu fighter 300 matches never lost a single one sure. blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. right and then i posted this video and in it they're like this six-time judo champion and boxing person it's quickly taken out by jiu-jitsu right and then this historian that i listened to and he follows me he commented on it and said um he's like i don't know from his stand-up and like watching the video i don't know if he really was a six-time champion, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't mess with the legend, bro. Like, you don't... If you're into jiu-jitsu, like, you don't, you don't speak ill of the god. Hicks sure. and Gracie, right. right? So I just commented back. I was like, marketing matters. And he liked it. Because he knew. We're like, okay. But it's like... It's like this. With, without the internet, everything's unverifiable. And, like, the old grandmaster had, like, eight black belts or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't Google that. I actually tried to Google it once, and no, his name never came up. So I was like, oh, it was probably before the internet. Right. But you should be able to see, like, a, a chain mm-hmm. or something, you know? That all being said, even if it's a lie, like, Hickson made me pursue things, and then that grandmaster made me pursue, like, multiple black belts, too. So there's like some good in the lies, but how wild is it that you can get away with craziness before the internet? Yeah. Even with like our iPhones, like take mm-hmm. a picture of it, bro. Like something. Cause imagine before you like, Oh, I'm the only victim of the sex trafficking. 
but now you can just like message other people hey man did this happen to you yeah yeah, yeah. whereas before you'd have to go find them you know like knock on their door i don't want to speak about this shuts Mm -hmm. the door Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't don't know if it'll be this big of a news too right like how easily it spreads through social media and stuff so like when this report comes out oh this uh, allegations and stuff then probably will bring other people read about oh yeah this happened to me too then get more people exactly bro yeah Yeah. although there are some like bad ones like i'm sure there are bad actors out there but like you're right if yeah yeah. i mean like it's not it's not like everybody just joins in yeah that you have to um vet them to make sure that their story is actually legitimate yeah totally 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 but the the ease of use of the internet allows this information to pass so quickly and then, yeah, you're right. Like, it just catches fire. Other people are like, dude, that happened to me. That happened mm-hmm. to me. That happened to me. I'm going to, like, put it out. Yeah, I mean, like, if you really think of it, like, yeah, the whole Weinstein thing, as soon as that happened, the whole Me Too thing, you saw how many more people yeah. were coming out about it. Because, Bro. Right? You right? didn't realize it was that many more people. <laughs> Ex- right, exactly. We are totally in the age of enlightenment through the internet. Mm-hmm. I think we said that, like, so many podcasts <laughs> ago, but it's like, this right now is the age of enlightenment. And the tool is... We, we are literally in the Armageddon. Okay, if you don't know what we're talking about, I'm just going to recap it. So at the end of the Bible, it talks about the Armageddon period. But if you read what the Armageddon means, it doesn't mean the end of the world. Like, yes, you can interpret that. It means like the end of the world you've created. We could literally, the devil in the, the Armageddon could be the internet. Mm-hmm that came down and like God's fighting, like he's destroying the world or whatever. It's like the way we're restructuring society with knowledge now is just like, it's unfathomable. Like if you look before the internet in 1993, it's a totally different world than what we have now. Mm-hmm. Oh, culture is yeah. so different. Yeah. Actually speaking of culture, brother, son. Yep. You finished it. Yeah. Don't spoil it for me. I'm on episode two. <laughs> Uh, everyone was raving about it. Mm-hmm. Like my coworker, my sister, your brother. So dude, have you seen brother son? I'm like, no. Cause they know I like martial arts and stuff. And like one thing your brother said that was interesting is like, we're all becoming Asian now. Think about like for real though, think about the bubble tea shops. Mm-hmm. Think about the anime is coming back with vengeance. Got brother son. Got like, I don't know. Like, the gear that we're wearing is very Asian. You don't even know it's an Asian influence, but it's, like, very Asian. Like, flashiness, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, this is the new... I don't know, like... We're becoming, like, a world culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, like, it's weird that we're on this, like, Asian trajectory right now. Probably because the K-pop started. But see, that's the internet thing. Nobody knew what Korean pop was talking about, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's... um... I don't want to give it to just it's like one thing. These things were growing slowly till certain sure. things got, yeah. you know. It's not because you can't just run it, run it, like make it happen based sure. on one thing. It doesn't work like that, right? For sure, for sure. But like Shang-Chi, Crazy Rich Asians, all this stuff. Like, I remember when I was younger, I was telling your brothers that like watching anime was so bad, mm-hmm. you know? And I went to an Asian high school. And if you're like, oh, watch anime, you're like, are oh, you a loser, bro? watch cartoons even the asians were telling me this i'm like okay whatever i won't watch it it was just for like losers but yeah. now it's really cool to watch anime right you know 
And it's like, is it just because we're becoming Asian? I don't know. But I mean, they are a huge population. They have a lot of money. I don't know. No, I mean, like, that's just Chinese you're talking about. Or you... Yeah, uh, what do you mean? The, As population. The... Or... Yeah, yeah population. Are... Yeah, no, no, but, no, but like, all right, let's look at the Asian continents. So it's like, I put India there because you technically are Asian. Sure. So it's like India, China, Japan, um, Korea, mm-hmm. Philippines. Like, that's a pretty big populace. Yeah. Actually, wait. All right, I mean, like, populace. they are, like, if yeah. you look at the things that are being, um, like, the streaming services, what they're spending money on, right? Yeah. They're seeing the popularity of the, the Asian media, of course, with Brother Sun and a bunch of other things, right? Then there's like, like games. Like I'm, uh, it's I'm surprised like how many Prime, uh, they make Indian movies. Yeah, your it's brother's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, he's really watching a bunch of Indian. Yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Right now. but it's like oh. they wa- they they they're putting in money to make them. So it's like, yeah, it makes sense though. It's like okay, okay. So um, th- it's interesting because. I don't want to give away like the specifics of this, but I was having this discussion and one thing that came up was the verbiage. So it's like, Oh, we are the minority, you know, like, Oh, minority races. And then the person I was having a discussion with was like, well, technically that's more of a colonial word because if you look at the global makeup of the world, we're actually the global majority. And I was like, no, you don't have to tell me the person I was, I was like, no, you don't have to tell me, bro. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But it's the other people that don't get this. When they call us the minority, it's like, if you look at the makeup of the world, I mean, India's got billions of people. Same with China. Mm-hmm. How many does Caucasian people have? Like, what, what do you guys own? You own, like, the majority. Sure, you own, like, America, like, whatever, whatever. But, like, we're technically not the minority. We're the minority in terms of money, sure. But we're not, like, the visible minority. Technically, you guys are the visible minority. Sure. As the, as, yeah, right? as as a global thing. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So we're the global majority. So that that's what the person wanted me to like start marketing. You know, mm-hmm. like don't use that. Don't use the term minority because we're not. We're the global majority. I'm like, yeah, totally, 100 percent on board. And then if you look at like you were saying the Netflix thing, it's like, of course they're gonna chase the money. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you guys are streaming it the most. Cool. Like. If it's dying in one area, like Netflix subscriptions are going down. Yeah, but they're not in freaking other parts of the world. Well, technically not. <laughs> what do you mean? What? Technically, oh, technically not going down? Yeah. No, no, I, right. Exactly. Totally, totally, totally. But I'm saying from a Western perspective, I was at like jujitsu and we're in the locker room and like these two dudes were talking about how like, oh, I just, I got rid of my Netflix subscription. It's a waste of money. I'm like, yeah, you must might have. But they've actually. I, didn't engage in the conversation I, I get that. I, I understand that. But what I've heard is that their profits or their account numbers have gone up, not down. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure that. But I mean, if you look at it globally, that makes sense. Sure, you're losing in one area. Like if if people are like, I don't like Netflix in the West. Well, technically, I don't. I don't even think that they're losing really in North America, just because of those new rules. People what are, new rules? Oh, the new like you can't have it in like multiple places unless you have that specific that's kind of working, account, bro. That's still working for me. No, like, that's if you have. We're all using. Uh, if you have a specific account of account, you can do that. Oh, 
So you're paying oh, more. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. If you pay the for the, was bad yeah, yeah. And like now they have a cheaper one with with ads, which are what people are buying a lot of. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I Netflix is a uh, is a very adaptable. Like even in India, I think there were like there wasn't like just for the PC or like you could buy just the mobile version and that's cheaper. Oh really? Yeah. But see, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like you just adapt your offering. It's like mm-hmm. you're failing in one area. All right, cool. We're just gonna like because people, most people this. watch it on their phones in in those countries. Just because, a hundred percent. Actually, my cousin, uh, Jodo, shout at you. Um, he said that yeah, he would. What most people will do is they'll download it on their phone and then take it out into the. Like he works at like uh, right okay pharmacy. Mm-hmm. So like the internet's not that great there. So he'll download it on his phone and then just like watch. Yeah. While at the pharmacy, download it home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mobile. Yeah, and 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 because like over there, it's like one gig per day. You can get like things like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, true. So, <laughs> I don't think he pays for that though. No, no, I'm I think so, like that's uh, that's cheap for us. Like for us, we're like, oh, yeah, whatever. That price points, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it just depends on where you're at. It depends, like I know in India, because of the population, that you can just do that cheaper. So you, yeah, yeah, scalability. Yeah, yeah it makes sense for them yeah but you're right like mobile it's funny because like we i think we looked at the metrics for like mobile gaming we're we're talking about games mm-hmm. in a podcast before and uh you were saying how mobile games are like destroying all other yep. things and i was like what how is that because everyone's talking about ps4 but like oh no that's in the here but like yeah no no it, everybody has a phone not everybody has a ps5 or a 4 right that's that's extra thing to have Right, 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 right. And and it's like you're coming at it well, I was coming at it from a Western perspective of like, but everyone has a PS4, like why would you not get a PS4? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but it's cheaper and more um, uh, I don't know, accessible in other parts of the world. Which brings me to Itchy Boots. I wrote this down. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you're showing me after uh you showed me after the podcast last week, uh Itchy Boots on YouTube. It's this girl who looked motorbikes around. Yeah. Uh, and the, the episode you showed me was the Nigeria one. Uh, and yeah, I think Nigeria and probably Cam- Cameroon, maybe. I don't know which one. Sure, yeah. I Where she I got her bike stuck or something? Or like the bike uh, fell? I don't no, know. No, is it You're Welcome? The guy was just like, You're Welcome. You're oh, welcome. yeah, yeah. I think that's Nigeria. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that was really interesting because, like, this is the thing about, like, we don't it's gonna be way different if i was physically there but watching itchy boots was crazy because it's like different parts of the world are totally operating different than us mm-hmm. like nigeria was crazy bro <laughs> that is like oh you're back in like like i don't know the 1800s bro you know you have cell phones you understand what gps is but like the actual civil engineering makeup of your world is not at all like our world Right. And it was trippy to see that because I was like, oh, there's Elysium. Mm-hmm. We, like, those are the parts of the world that are very, like, low. And then we go to our part of the world and it's like, we have it better than they, like, healthcare, education, all these things, right? But we don't, like, we aren't living that life. And those people are, like, struggling to get into our world. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's the Elysium concept. You're right. Like the haves yeah, and yeah, have-nots. Yeah. But it also made me think of UFOs too, because I was like, that girl must have looked like a freaking UFO to them. Like, imagine she went to like and a some, small yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigerian village that like was whatever, and she just like drove past, and they're like, "Who are you, white goddess?" <laughs> you know, with your like weird rocket bike. Yeah, in in some ways, yes. I don't think that it's all going to be like that. I think. Uh... I, of course, they'll be like touching the skin the same way that they were doing right. to black people when they were here for the first time, <laughs> touching the hair. Right. <laughs> totally, totally. For sure, for sure, for sure. But now, now imagine, um, let's say there was a global global cataclysm again, which is like Graham, Graham Hancock's like philosophy. Imagine if like the survivors of Atlantis, we became the Atlantis. Like let's say there was like an asteroid that hit and then we had to rebuild. If we were driving around to these little villages, on a motorbike, mm-hmm. these people are going to be like, oh, that's a god. And they would put us on like their stone tablets and like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's just trippy to think about it. It's like, that is literally what Graham Hancock was saying that there was an ancient civilization that came before, got destroyed, went around the earth trying to rebuild, started teaching its philosophies, and then they became gods among men. Mm-hmm. But it could have just been like, regular people with tech sure yeah, yeah yeah like when you watch itchy boots you're like she's so like she has all the cameras <laughs> in the gps system like if if i had no idea what that is i'm like you're a god bro like what are we doing right 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. no but that's why it's like the uap thing if, like imagine to them it's like oh it's just regular tech bro like this is just a mm-hmm. whatever and we're looking at like oh what is that right you know for it, or like frames of reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the guy was just explaining what a GPS was. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wild. Ah, oh, man. But it's an interesting perspective too, considering because you know family. I don't know how India looks now. Is it better? Like in India? Yeah. I mean, like it's you can get both. That's why they say like yeah. India. You could have places that are really good with technology but you can also go to villages that are like still they need lights and stuff like that right so you can you have a you have a in within india you can have a vast things okay that that makes sense that's that's similar to the philippines uh so i have like family members who are like coming over uh like immigration like we all have the same story you know and uh i was talking to this person won't name who they are uh they were like them like Oh, why would you just leave your family like that? Like, you know, you you have stories where the family will, the father will go to a different country, try and establish something, bring his family over. Mm-hmm. They'll be gone for like a year, two years, three years. Sure. More even, you know, but it's just a method to get you guys into the country. It's easier now. But the person I was talking to was like, like, why would you do that? You're leaving your family. I'm like, do you know what it's like in that country? <laughs> Bro, like there, we have so many things. They're seeing this as an opportunity to get free healthcare, free education, a house, a a relatively okay job. Like mm-hmm. from your Western perspective, but this is the thing about like you have to put yourself in other people's shoes. From your Western perspective, you're like, well, why would you break up the family like that? And then we're going like for the greater good. Who's saying you know? that? I was confused with who you're saying. Uh like what do you mean? Like who was saying like why would they why would they leave the why family? Would they come over? Yeah. 
uh, yeah, a, a Western influenced person. But I, don't wanna, I, I, don't uh, I I understand. <laughs> I, yeah, 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 I understand that. But also, it's like a lot of those people, if they look at their background of their families, that's what they did too from Europe. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> exactly. They left Europe for opportunity. <laughs> exactly. 100%. That's what I'm saying too. And I'm like, you guys just don't get it. Like when we talk about, when we talk about, um, like things that we wouldn't do ourselves. It's like, yeah, because you have no necessity to do it. Mm -hmm. Like if things were bad here, of course I would want to go to a different country and like make a better living for my family. Like what? Sure. Yeah. But you're not in that position. So like for you, it's like, but the Western family dynamic, the nuclear family matters the most. And it's like, no, bro. <laughs> it It's like survival matters the most. Mm -hmm your future generations matter the most. And I think that's kind of also why, like, if you have it so good, you, you aren't as desperate to build, like, a large family. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. yeah. it made yeah. sense for our, our parents to be like, I touch down, I'm going to start spreading my whatever, like, my genes here. But for us, it's like, well, we grew up in it, and we built out a comfortable living, so it's like we don't feel the same urgent drive to be like mm -hmm. i need to like proliferate right you know because there's no like incentive mm -hmm. at the end of the day like survival is like what drives us sometimes it's funny because there are, there are some stories where it's like I, it just depends on opportunities where i know people like someone indian family came here because they wanted to you know have a better life for their family but then when their son grew up and educated then because now all the tech jobs and stuff like that. So he's back in India. Oh, that's, oh, so that's it's, so funny. it's very interesting. It's like, oh, wait, there's more opportunity yeah, yeah. there. It's happening now. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because the global world, yeah, the world just keeps changing. It'll be really interesting to see what the world is going to look like in 100, no, I would say 300 years. I would love to fast forward 300 years later. That's going to be a crazy world. It doesn't even have to be 1,000, just 300. That's like what? Four generations. Mm -hmm. Because oh, a lot of things are really changing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm saying like we probably have like the, what is it called? From Black Mirror, like the whole, we can digitize ourselves. So we'll be in a totally. online world and watching it happen. No, yeah, right. For, for sure. And like, because you're saying the, the person went back to India to like get the job. I was like, but now we have remote work. Is there the potential to live here and like mm -hmm. work remotely there? It's just laws and taxes that are stopping us from doing that. Right. You know, but we like, who says I can't get a job from somebody in like Peru? They just send me the money back. Like, sure. I could work. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is, that's going to be the future. That's what the, I feel like. like the, what was that the one? World. The nomad, like the job? Digital nomads. Digital, yeah. 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 When I went to Thailand, I was like, oh, dude, there's like freaking there's cafes. With, yeah. Yeah. High speed internet. And they're working for Western countries and they're Westerners. They're just like, my money goes like way further here. So I'm going to live here. Yeah. And then just collect the. Western they're getting paid tech. in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're getting paid in freaking uh, Western American, dollars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then it's like, like I was in, uh, I don't know if I said the story before but me and my sister were in uh Barakai, which is like a philippine like tourist island and we were going off on buying all these things like we do here and we we're expecting like okay this bill is probably gonna be like 300 dollars canadian because 
that's what it would have been like if we were here True. going off, right? And it turned out to be 40 Canadian dollars. <laughs> like, bro, what? That's crazy. So imagine you live there, you collect the Western dollars, it's $40 for a buffet of food? Right. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah, your standard yeah. of living is different, yeah. But it'll be hard. Like, I don't even know how they're going to work out. Like, that's the ideal, but I don't understand how that's going to play out legal-wise, like, taxes. Because, you know, should you be getting that amount of money? Because technically your cost of living is cheaper, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's different things, but I don't know. They would probably be paying American taxes. They'd have to be if they're in a... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, true. They'd have to have, like, an American bank account. Something mm-hmm. like that. Or maybe they just don't own anything back in America. Except for bank account. They just, like, have all their stuff at their parents' house. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That, yeah, each individual story is different. I don't know how they would do that. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's intriguing. You're kind of like, oh, I wonder how that's done. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways to live the world that we're live live in the world that we're living, but we just, we're so stuck on the one narrative that everyone has. Because right. that's how it's been done, mm-hmm. right? But, like, it's changing so rapidly. Um, okay, how much time are we at? One hour and 16. Okay, cool. Uh, I wanted to say something quickly about how amazing AirPods are. A little annoying, but amazing still. I don't know what the update is, but it'll automatically switch to whatever I'm listening to. It can get annoying, but it's also a really cool feature. So if I'm like listening to something like Netflix on my um, computer, and then, I'm, then I suddenly post something on Instagram the airpod oh, yeah, will yeah, automatically yeah. connect to you right it's been It'll there for a, a while phone. i felt like it's been there for a while it might have been like an upgrade because it just started happening and i'm like what is this hmm. it gets a little annoying because like sometimes it'll switch and i'm like oh i didn't mean for you to switch and then i'll have to like click it back but that is pretty cool that it's like whatever device right i wonder uh even- i think i think i think that's a normal issue that i probably will be a fix in the future true yeah it 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 comes up with a prompt now. It's like at the top right of my screen. Do you want to like, change to um, yeah, yeah? Or it it says like it just switched over. Do you want to switch back? And I'm like click yes, switch back. Mm. It's pretty cool. Like Apple's the best. Like the fact that you did that was so sick. I think yeah. it should be like do you? It should be. This is asking you to switch back. Where it should just be. I think. Do you want to switch? Not the way around. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to switch? Yeah. Versus, yeah. yeah switch back. Probably we'll fix that. Yeah, I'll probably yeah, yeah, totally. As they like, you know, get more feedback, but that is something I've never expected. Like that's ingenious. It's it's the oh, I've been experiencing. I think I've uh, I think that's been there for a year at least. <laughs> no, but 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 I mean, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. Ingenious right, 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 like, right, right. It's right. The little things. Yeah, you don't you even know, realize like, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even ask for like, this, oh, but this is cool. <laughs> way more convenient, right? Like AirDrop and like other things like that. Mm-hmm using wi-fi to take calls i'm like oh that's pretty cool because mm-hmm. you're in like a bad reception area you still have wi-fi and then you can make a call right yeah it's yeah it's the little things um okay the other thing is um oh this might be a little touchy of a subject but okay because i was thinking about this a lot Why are there double standards for equality? Checks out. Yeah. So you want 
this is, this is actually, I'm like actually asking. I'm not trying to rip on it. I just really want to know. If you want us to be equal, but you still want chivalry, that's not equal. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you get yeah, my yeah. point. And it's like, where do we draw the line? Is it just everything's in your favor? I don't get it. <laughs> you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if somebody's robbing the house, who are you going to go to? The man. Mm-hmm. Oh, we want to be equal. So I'm like, okay, I just don't get it. I don't understand where we draw the line. It just almost seems like everything's in favor for you. I, I don't think it's... I get. I understand what you're saying. I don't think it's that... Uh, I feel like that's an individual thing or individual's decision of what they consider as this or that, right? Okay, I get it. Yes, totally. So this all stemmed from... This all stemmed from me posting this thing about like the chivalry of man, and it was like an anime clip where he's like, I will never lay my hands on a woman. Like, great, great lesson. You're right. Don't beat up women. Great point, <laughs> right? And then I was like looking for the gender symbol for man, and it wasn't on the iPhone. That's why I was messaging you guys like, hey, do you guys know that they deleted the thing? I was telling Tara that, and she's like, um, she's like, well, why are you looking for the man symbol? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm talking about chivalry of man, right? And then she's like, well, I don't know if like, you know, like, is it really about a man? I'm like, the the video's talking about a guy not hitting a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why would we think that's negative? You know, it's like, well, but it, she didn't say this, but like, but equality means that, like, I should be able to hit you? I'm confused. Yeah, then, then she's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but the dude's, the, dude's, the dude's stronger. So, of course, you wouldn't hit. So, maybe it's really about not hitting somebody weaker. I'm like, no, literally, it's about a guy who's saying, like, I'd rather die than uh, lay hands on a woman because that's against my code. And I'm like, we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I really like this tenant. Like, that's chivalry, mm-hmm. you know? But in this, in this pursuit of equality, it's like, so does that mean you want me to slap you? Because I could take you out easy, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is it? Is it like the weakness? So it's like you should, like I shouldn't beat up weaker people. I, I'm confused. Like if you take the if you if you take the gender out of it, it's so confusing. It's like I don't understand how to say this. Right, right, right. Yeah. How, how do I apply this this tenet without the gender? I need the gender to be like. It's literally about don't beat women up. <laughs> I think that's a good. I think that's a good trait, right? Yes. But it's like, hey, man, but it's a man. You can't be about a man beating up a woman. And I'm like, but it's a good trait. I, I, maybe it's the implication that are you saying that women are weak? I mean, physically. No, no, I get okay, it. Wait, I, I get it. He didn't even say. He, didn't even say, he actually <laughs> didn't even say that. No, I know, said, I know. I, I, that's what I said. I said this is the implication of his meaning that women, women are, are Yeah, that's what. Or, or is it women are so great we need to covet them? That's why I won't hit you. Right. Right. But that depends like, on how did you take. That? It depends on the con- how you, you took the context. <laughs> right. All he was saying is like, I'd rather die than hit a woman. And I'm like, that's a good, that's a good clip. Let me cut that up. <laughs> you get flack for that. You're like, what? 
Like, no, that's a that's a that's a good man quality sure. to have. But it's like, what are you saying? Weak? No, I'm saying that you're you're so great that I shouldn't hit you. Mm-hmm. It's like two sides of the coin. But then how does how does that pan out equally? I don't know. Some things don't always work out. <laughs> right? And that's where I'm left a little confused. I, I don't know. I don't know if we've thought this far. No, I think I, I don't think so. I think so. Um. Well, let, let, here, let, let me give you a small example. Small example. All right, so I'm picking up, um, I'm picking up people from the airport, right? And it's just like women around me. I see that you're struggling with the bag. I'm gonna pick up the bag and hold all the bags. And it's assumed that I should pick up all the bags and hold all the bags. Mm-hmm. But that's technically sexist, <laughs> right? Technically, or like, well, um, I, it, was, it just reminded me of I just saw like a clip of it from Kirby Enthusiasm where the guy okay. uh, was getting picked up from an airport and they got their chauffeur, and it's like a short woman lady. And at first, he, he's like, I'll, I'll hold on to my backs because he knows this is not gonna look nice. But then, like, it's not he, gonna look nice, bro. But then, and then he called to say, like, I don't want this driver, like, I want a uh, different driver. Then the complaint was, like, oh, you don't like women drivers we don't <laughs> and he's like no like, no, no, no. so then this, like yeah so then he she comes back another time so he lets her hold it back but she's struggling but that's her like, this is just, but that's she said it, and then uh, yeah it's like everybody's yeah. watching her i think seth rogan or not yeah seth rogan was in that clip and he's like he's watching oh. him like why is he letting this woman take the bag right look made him look like a a bad image for for him for yeah. larry, larry david and he's like but this is so she she wanted to do it. I didn't say it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Bro, it's wild. It yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, wild. Yeah. And and they're okay, so I have like a lot of meetings and uh Tara was just listening in on one meeting and then she's like, Oh my god, you're you're like you're so nice as a person and I'm like like to like right, right, right. wise, like I'm like very uh gentle, right? In my approach. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't want to be a dick. <laughs> but is that sexist? Like, technically it is. Like, like things like passenger princess or like complimenting you, like uh, making sure, hey, I hope you have a nice day. Oh, you're mm-hmm. such a nice person. It's like, no, I'm just, I'm talking to a woman. I don't want to be a jerk. That's chivalrous. You know, but it's like, well, that's sexist then. Chivalry is sexist. It's like, <laughs> do you like the things I'm doing? Because I could easily be like, a total dick. Right. Yeah. Your clip is is exactly I would love to cut that up and post it, but like that'll that'll get some heat as well. <laughs> I'll show you but it after. True. I'll show you after. But like okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Because it's true. It's like, bro, like we can see it. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Okay. So maybe all right, so I had this note here. It's like maybe we should just call it like yin and yang. If we just stop taking like if we give it like a, a neutral name, like not men and women, you know, other people are like, oh, that's just a yang tendency. That's a yin tendency. Yeah, we feel I guess so. About it sure. Take the yeah. gender out of it. Mm-hmm. But I would feel like, okay, all right. Let's say there's a, a very effeminate, tall dude who's jacked. <laughs> okay. And then there's like, 
a very like daintyish woman and she's holding all the bags, I'd be like, bro, you gotta hold those bags. Like struggling. But he's effeminate, so he's like, no, bro, the quality. You hold those bags yourself. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you feel like that guy's a dick? But then that's like, oh, it's sexist. But it's like, no, but but I'm like, I'm I'm not cisgendered, so like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't so, apply to me. And you're like, what the uh, hell? Well, uh, it's all confusing. The I'll, I'll leave it as that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's like you get off on a technical uh, you get off on a technicality just to be a jerk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why are you considering him a jerk? Bec- because it's obviously a jerk, but that's not you. I don't know. Yeah, These yeah, are the yeah, yeah, that yeah. You know what the best thing to do? Yeah, but this is this is all part of growth in society. Things will be, you know, when things are changing or transitioning. Uh, it just takes time to get fi- is, find a new normal. Words there. I like that. <laughs> I like your little selection of the words there. Like, all right, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's though. just a uh, yeah. We're just going through, you know, right, figuring you know. out the new changes. That's all it is. You know what? Um, I think we said this before. I'm not sure. Some, sometimes I feel like it's this too, where we. Like, I don't know how true the facts are, but I've seen people talk about it. But it's like, sometimes you want to give as much opportunity. Like, okay, you want equality for these things, right? You want women, more women in the STEM world and stuff like that. Even yeah, if yeah. you give those opportunities, sometimes they still are choosing, uh, let's say, right. other, their, you know, a nursing path or that we keep seeing yeah. on and on, even though these opportunities are there, right? Uh, or open yeah. to them. So. That's what I'm saying, where it's like things, sometimes it's, you're trying to find a new normal. And maybe sometimes it, yeah, that normal that's... may change back to what it was before. Or, yeah, no, that's know. true. That's true. Yeah. They, the, they kind of tackle that in like anime too, where like um, you'll have a bunch of like, like the warrior squad, right? And then they'll have like the one woman that's like trying to be one of them. And they'll accept that person as long as they can hold their own. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes that person is better than the other people mm-hmm. because they had to learn to be better. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's also a thing in jujitsu where um, smaller people, have, like myself, you have to be so technically sound mm-hmm. because you're smaller. Like the people that I roll with, there's one dude, I, I brought him up before, it's like Russian dude, Dennis. I, I didn't say I would say his name, but I dropped it last time, so... <laughs> openly gonna say his name now so uh he's so jacked right his head uh, his his bicep is the size of my head he's like so jacked okay and he calls me little killer and he's like because i'm starting to get so good i'm giving him a hard time mm-hmm. he's like oh well, you're getting you're getting really good i'm like yeah but i have to like look at our size difference mm-hmm. so like it's not that like if if you looked at us like if if we stood against the wall and you're like I'm picking my warriors, I wouldn't feel bad that you picked him first. I get it; he's mm-hmm. bigger, right? Sure. But oftentimes, and that's what they do in the anime, right? It's like yeah, you see the straight up killers in the beginning, but then if they let a woman in, you're actually more like I wonder what she could do. Mm-hmm. The fact that she can hold her own with those dudes is like pretty interesting, you right. know? And they're often the more skilled person because mm-hmm. they have to be to like qualify and that's the meritocracy and i think it's like we've just lost our way with meritocracy it's like dude if you want to be in this space totally cool but understand that there's like a level of proficiency here sure that we need Mm -hmm. you know 
Yeah. But that's not just for jujitsu. I think that's like for a doctor, (coughs) for like, for an engineer. It's like, Mm -hmm. we're not just going to let you in because we need to hit a quota. There's a level of proficiency here we need. And I think we're like quickly veering away from that. Like meritocracy is key. uh, key. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you a skilled marketer? I don't know. Show me what you've done. Are you a skilled engineer? I don't know. Show me what you've done. It should be like that, you know? But I think Versus that... like, you're BIPOC. Join. So like, what? Mm-hmm. No, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's a martial arts world kind of concept that you don't really see in... Because nothing's really tested. The martial arts world is like... Like, even Israel Adesanya, he posted this picture of, like his training crew mm-hmm. and i saw it yesterday and he like on the top it was like it was like split image on the top it was like his whole training crew and then on the bottom he wrote like probably the most dangerous one out of all of us and he was the smallest dude and i was like i get it because if that tiny dude can hang with you dudes there's something he's doing that's right. like right but that's again martial artists understand that because it works or it doesn't Whereas like mm-hmm. i don't know marketing's theory is like you you don't you don't know if I'm good or not. Sure. Yeah. 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 Just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. Um, I guess we just end it there. End <laughs> it with because I'm I'm sure we're over time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some other things. Like whatever. Uh, what, what time is it now? One one thirty. Okay. Okay. Last thing. Last thing. Because I thought it was so cool. All right. One thirty. All right. Five more minutes. Sell me this pen. Remember, sell me this pen. Yeah. Uh. I didn't actually understand what that meant until like two weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> did you get it? Yeah. You know, he's like, he's going around. He's like, no, the, the principle in that freaking video is like, it's marketing one-on-one. I just yeah. didn't understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where he's like, he's like, um, if you guys don't know it, listen to this podcast. Uh, he's like, sell me this pen. And then everyone couldn't do it at the table. So he gave it to his friend. He's like, sell me this pen. This guy can sell anything. And then the guy's like, yeah, do me a favor. Write your name down. He's like, oh, I don't have a pen. He's like, supply and demand, my friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, that is it. You have to create this belief that you need to buy something in order to sell something. Yeah. Like, you might have the solution. You might have the pen. But if I have no use for it, it's like, nobody's going to buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the world of make-believe. Like, I just have to make you think it's important. That's why I love marketing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay. Uh, do you have anything quick you want to go over? Or last little bit? Are we good? No, I don't think so. Okay, cool. Um, all right, I'm just going to delete this one and just say it really quickly. Beekeeper sucked. I had that as one of the points that we we're going to talk about beekeeper. I disagree. Uh, I, disagree. You, I know, I know. You loved it. You loved it. I was just like, I don't know why you loved it, bro, but okay. I enjoyed it. Why I did you love it. it? I enjoyed okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Why? Uh, it was, why? It was a good roller coaster. This is the Fast and Furious thing going on again. I was like, me and my sister were like, this movie's terrible. My dad was like, that was pretty good. <laughs> why <laughs> did you like it? Just because it gave Jason Statham a means to like, show off his martial arts skill sure is that what you liked about it you're like oh it's cool yeah yeah, i just view i just like i haven't seen any movie of his just by himself for a while so it was good yeah yeah it felt like a money grab to me but 
you you said that there's probably gonna be beekeeper too well i mean if um, it, the success that it's having probably which is really weird to me it's like i really don't think that movie's good but okay the, the yeah. only real reason i wasn't gonna watch it the only the main reasons that i did watch it was surprised that a critic gave it a relatively like a good review i was like i was surprised i was like i would expect a critic to oh, have a low review what did the critics say that was good uh, I don't remember, but uh, yeah, it was action. Just it was fun. Uh, like the whole thing was fun to watch, or something like that. I don't remember the words exactly, but was, I was, was surprised. Yeah, but I was surprised to hear that. So then I watched it. <laughs> I'd I'd like to see. Maybe maybe we could look at it after the podcast is done. But did that dude review John Wick? If he gave, I don't know. These are these are like Wick? the TikTok reviews. Oh, okay, okay. It wasn't like one of the ones you usually uh, show mm. me. Oh, okay, okay. Again, changing world. We just, we want, maybe the outside world is so tumultuous that we are looking for the escapism. We just want something that's just so basic. But, uh, yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. I was surprised because other things that he's reviewed are, they're not going to get good reviews, like in yeah. uh regular audience. Right. Okay, yeah. So I was, but wait, wait, wait. But, but think about this: How did he get into all of those situations? This is the part that got me. They were like, "The beekeeper can do anything," and then all of a sudden he got in. You're like, he was like, uh, "Spoiler alert!" They're like in this room where they do all of their like cold call trickery, and then he was at the bottom floor, and then all of a sudden he's at the top floor. They didn't show how he got in, and mm-hmm. he started killing people, and I was like. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the part that I was like. No, I get that. What yeah, are we yeah, doing? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just jump into action sequences. You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's what people need right now. But maybe, yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. All right. Till next time. Uh, we just solved the uh, crisis of the universe in this podcast. But why <laughs> people don't call, care about aliens? Maybe that's what we call why people don't care about aliens. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And people are like, why don't people care about aliens? <laughs> Get more clicks. Anyways. All right, till next week. But that'll only be from people who care about aliens. Touche. You're <laughs> right. You're right. No, but then he'll educate those people because those people are like me, where I'm like, mm. dude, why don't people care yeah. about it? But then you listen to you're like, oh, it's because we also didn't care about that on ramp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, till next week. Take it easy, Peace. All right, hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, fish. Peace.